Welcome into the DNVR Sports Podcast, the Denver Sports Podcast. Got it We're time. here. <laughs> it's a Friday, baby. And we are, all, as always, presented by Breckenridge Breweries. Mountain Beach Sour, six bucks at the DMVR bar. Yeah. Really? And you can come to the DMVR bar, watch a live Broncos podcast. Todd Davis, Alexis Perry, Henry Chisholm, Ryan Koningsberg, Zach Stevens, the whole crew all together. Super producer Kale's going to be there. I know viewers of this show, that's what they're really interested in. Forget <laughs> Super Bowl 50 champion Todd Davis. They want to see super producer Kale. He's a superstar in multiple continents, guys. I don't know if you knew that. They don't. They've never even been to Serbia, these guys. Um, I am, though, with an amazing cast of co-hosts, two Denver sports legends, historians. Uh, I almost said gatekeepers, but I guess that's not, that's not <laughs> no, a that's nice thing to say. Dead on. That's yeah. dead on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I should, I, I'm better but, with words where I could have found a way of saying gatekeeper in a nice way, you know? You just say it in Italian. I said it the mean way. <laughs> we don't have that term in Italy. Yeah, we don't. We just argue incessantly about everything. I'm a gatekeeper on one thing. You know what Birds? I don't learn about that? Oh, how boy. am I now? He's doing All the right. little thing. <laughs> the little thing. The one, one thing I'll gatekeep, and it, it's like kind of bothers me. The intro. Broncos Lakers fan. Do you get them from time to time? They're like, Ooh. hey, man, yeah, go Broncos. <laughs> I off. just hate the Nuggets, though, because I'm more of a Kobe guy. First off, what do you mean from, what do you mean from time to time? Is is one of those times all the time? All the time. <laughs> and the other time very, is forever? It's Look, Colorado, I love it. Sure. My favorite state. Really, okay. my favorite place. Not perfect. Sure, um, sure. That's because well, it's here on planet Earth close. in reality. <laughs> as close as you could. And a man that needs no introduction coming off a flaming hot online with D-Line segment on the Nuggets oh. show. Please check that out if you haven't. I really don't know how you are even spending your time online. Dude. Of course. It's D-Line. He's online with us. What a treat. Wow. What's going on online these days? Uh, a podcast with the fellas? <laughs> Let's go. What a <laughs> Coming off an all-time controversial, overrated foods draft. Adam, you missed that, but I mean, another I wouldn't like, say I missed it. This, this, uh, this well, Nuggets the, beat just second dubs this the, August. The greatest part about that is that part of it, most of it felt pointed directly at Adam. <laughs> Harrison it chose nachos. Yeah, Vote yeah. chose Chipotle. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> yeah, they went after you hard. That's uh, And you with charcuterie board. Sad. You know I love a charcuterie board. Yeah, I it also... Charcuterie? I don't even know how you say it. Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Sh- I mean, sh- sh- oh, you're struggling. No, but you don't chuck. You don't go charcuterie. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's franche. Uh, oh, yeah. Andre uh, is more, you know... Uh, cultured than the rest of us, yeah. even though he is a bit of a dirtbag. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I feel you microaggressed me a little bit with that pick, if I'm completely honest. Um, also, I, I bet you're not saying that when you're in Belgrade and they bring out a nice board of meats and cheeses. Listen, uh, you ain't talking, that, the, you ain't not, talking all that smack the, over there. In Belgrade, they don't bring out dried meats and mm-hmm. old cheeses, mm. and they don't. There's not like. Uh, this is a hard pecorino. Okay. This okay. is a soft whatever. Okay. At the end of the day, like, okay. So this is an here's elite take. Here's the thing. This is an elite take. Here's yeah. the thing. Nothing wrong with crackers and cheese. Fine. Of course. That's the food of uh, the street. It's the food of... <laughs> it's the foundation. <laughs> it's the foundation of food, right? But it's like, it's, when it's presented as some sort of elevated option, you're like, oh, yeah. bro, I have old meat. And dry crackers, and then odd piles of, of filler, like it knock yourself out. I'm like, I thought this was a party. Like, are, are, can we enjoy ourselves? Can we get a pizza? Like, what are we doing? No. Right. right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Okay. This is what we have this podcast for. Sometimes we need to clarify great drafts <laughs> from earlier in the week on our network. Other times, we go down memory lane in Denver sports mm. to think of, uh, you know, some uh, some of the greats all time and debate away. And sometimes we just preview an off season. We're doing a little of it all today on this here podcast. Yeah, looking at our favorite additions that we are most excited to, you know, 
Rapids, Rockies, they're in season, but everyone else off season and gearing up. No, 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 Dre. I actually think that this is the start of the sports calendar. It yeah. really is. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do it like really January is. 1st. This really like football's about to start, college football, then college basketball, pro basketball. This is the start. The craziest thing is that like when I'm at a certain point, I'll be like, oh my God, we are so deep in the off season. And then the Rockies will be like, uh, we're in the middle of our season. Yeah, I know. Like, Doesn't yeah, count. Doesn't count, man. <laughs> they hate when we talk about this calendar we're like, stuff. There's by no the way. sports. Yeah. Like, we play literally every day. We're like, quiet. I've gone a month without watching my Denver sports teams play. Like, <laughs> like we have a double. We literally, had, right? Exactly. Two games today. Hey, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> but Broncos season is here. It's officially. It's on. Yeah. So we're talking about. Um, our favorite additions and why not kind of a charcuterie board of sorts why not start with the nuggets mm. because uh an odd off season for the defending champs not exactly some big names being added but a lot of a lot of hipster heroes if you will oh man let's go full hipster Dude, here we are in many ways hipster heroes ourselves that's so true uh, yeah L- you just hip- realized this not ever? not you are not so i mean i think we've aged out of being hipsters and we're not really well, heroes. I think the you know, world actually, has aged out of being <laughs> hipsters. Yeah, that's no longer cool. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the Nuggets, though, you're right. Peyton Watson counts, right? Because he's yes. played last year. He played like yes. 200 minutes. Frankly, but he's, I think, Yeah, I think that's cheating. Yeah, what it's is? not an off-season addition. He's this not? Off-season? No, he's last off-season. I'm looking at your notes here, by the way. Yeah, Just well. Like, hold well, on a second. I'm literally so, looking at your rundown. Yeah. It says Peyton Watson. I think it's a more interesting podcast when we can debate. You're not supposed to you're, you're, you're wrong about this. Peyton Watson is a new addition. He was a novelty last year. He yeah. was on the shelf. He was a redshirt freshman. Uh, he did get on the court for like some garbage time, you know, a little bit of garbage time at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But to me, this season is kind of all about him. The draft picks we'll get into are interesting, but Peyton Watson is this guy. If you don't know, Peyton Watson is Calvin Booth's brainchild. This is like <laughs> this is Calvin Booth. Calvin Booth is like he said, "This is my guy." Yeah, he's been a GM for one year. He won a championship. This is his. It, it was his ultimate sleeper pick. This is his ultimate mm-hmm. sleeper, and it's the guy like we all do this, right? You and your your own uh, snake draft probably had one that you were like, "I'll defend this one to the death." <laughs> yeah, you know, this, uh, it would have been eggs. <laughs> <would have> been <laughs> but but this is Peyton Watson, like. I don't want to say Calvin Booth's legacy is on the line because I think that's like too that's going too hard. Yeah, Why? Because he just won a title. Because he won a title and he's one for one. So if he doesn't, but <laughs> talking about one of two draft picks, he made not, it, but it's not legacy. It's not legacy. But let's not kid ourselves, man. He's tied to this pick because he's gone so far in and saying mm-hmm. this guy is going to be an incredible player despite the fact he was drafted 30th almost the second round he yep. was draft 30th this is a guy that has superstar potential and next year we get to find out well so it has all it's very heavy from the standpoint that he has sold him hard to you specifically but again, i mean he sold him to everyone i just talked to him more but then the average person, yeah. I agree. <laughs> but I'm saying when he does get in front of a mic, he's yeah. like, Peyton Watson's incredible, well, you guys. Just, just yes, I agree. But I'm saying, like, it, Peyton, he believes in him very strongly, but he was the second pick he made in a draft where he got Christian Brown, who's already paid off. So even if he doesn't work out, like, you'll look at him side-eyed. You'll be like, what the hell? But his legacy, he did okay. just win a championship. I used the wrong phrase is what you're yeah, really hung little, up on here. A little, a little heavy. heavy phrase. All right. It's not a legacy defining, but it is one where it's like he is telling us he yes. picked the right horse and the race is about to start. Peyton Watson is, was drafted with the lowest point total ever from a first <laughs> round draft pick. He averaged under two points or I, right, at, right two at two points. points. I also feel like I know Skeeto was averaging fewer points in Italy <laughs> no, no, when no. they drafted no, him. No, NCAA. It's okay, NCAA. see, that's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. caveat. Yeah. Skeeto was averaging like 0.5 points <laughs> in Italy and no alarms went off. It's amazing. It was, wow, Kiki really knows what he's doing. Like, ah, yeah. I don't know. But, but Peyton Watson uh, got in in really limited time down the stretch. So this is like, this is where the debate comes in. Is he a new arrival? Because he was part of the team, he just was not a prominent feature of the team in any way, shape, or form. He did get in and was so enticing, so interesting. Yeah. Um, This is kind of like uh, a Blake Griffin... Uh, rookie of the year. He comes in, he's out, then he's back. Yeah. This is. Uh, yes. Will we have the Donovan Spida Mitchell campaign? Versus, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how hot we want to get on this, but uh, 
Is he a new arrival? I would say yes. I was going to say, if you say no, that's weird. That's like, it's like a technicality, man. I like that you're mad, even though I agree with you. Uh, you're, like just, you're like, I have to get this disagreement. This is like the weird golf rules. You know, like, what are we doing here? What's interesting about Piwat to me under this Calvin Booth lens is how much of a deviation he's been from the other four picks that Calvin has made as a GM. He's the non-veteran, non-productive, young, yeah. all-upside guy, right? right? And yet he's the one that we're seemingly all in on because we all love upside. We do love upside. You're I mean, right, actually. That is what it comes to. How we do it in the offseason. How yeah. could you let Bull Bull go? Like, right, oh, right. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah, a bad exactly. player. But he could be a good one. And it's like, oh all right. God. But you're right. Peyton Watson, he does represent that. And and, and that's why it's exciting because oftentimes in a championship team, like Christian Brown's good, you want to see if he's a role player. Peyton Watson represents a guy that maybe is more than that. And that's why it's rare that you add more than that to a to an NBA champion, reigning NBA champ, and that's why he's exciting. He did also add three draft picks, which nerds like us are excited about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know if there's any singular player that you would point out and say, oh, average, you know, casual fan, you're going to want to tune in for those few... Hunter Tyson. <laughs> Hunter Tyson. Moment. season. It is. It is. We the season. We are in the off season, but it's actually Hunter season. So you know what's funny about this? So Hunter Tyson, if you didn't know, made yes. the All Explain Summer League people. team. He was a th- even later pick than Peyton Watson. You know, he was 39th or 37th. Mm-hmm. I think 37th. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really think much of him when he was drafted, yeah. and then he goes out to summer league and makes All Summer League team, yep. one of the five best. But here's the thing: Do you know that's not the best rookie in Denver Nuggets history at summer league? Um. Who would be better? Was Jamal Murray? What if I told you we had a summer league MVP one year? No. We did? With our very nuggets. How? What year are we talking? The aforementioned Nikolas Skidisvili no. was actually summer league MVP oh before gosh. having the worst rookie season of a lottery oh pick in God. NBA history. This is like in the before. This is in the dark era. It is. No dark. One it is a different So I just say that to say I love Hunter Tyson. I'm super hyped for him. But I am like... Most of the hype comes from, like, he shot 90% from three in Summer League, which he is, did. like, probably not sustainable. Yeah, you say that dismissively. Accurate representation, but... There are, there are truly... I mean, that's the beautiful thing, is that, generally speaking, when you have a championship squad, you're worried about the core, you're worried mm-hmm. about how it transferred forward. There are so many interesting young players with the Denver Nuggets... There, because we drafted two last year, we drafted three this this year, and um, it was. I mean, it was said like I saw reports saying like the winners of summer league, and somebody said all All of the Denver all of the Denver Nuggets draft picks are good, Um, and so I can't wait. We don't know how impactful they'll be, obviously, because again, this is a championship winning team, so we don't know how much the rookies are going to play on it. But there are going to be some rookies that are going to get some real run because Bruce Brown is no longer with this team. Christian Brown is the one you look to. We can't really say he's a newcomer because he actually made his real appearance last year. Peyton Watson is the guy you look at because he is next up. He got some minutes but not like real like down the stretch like nobody wants to play. We just cannot wait till the playoff starts minutes. Um and, but I, I, I'm like drinking the I'm drinking the Piwak Kool Aid, baby. Are you the Piwak? Dude, I said I was gonna. Pee, I'm the Piwak guy. <laughs> He's claimed so wow. many guys. I, I will that. say that one thing about the Nuggets that's kind of interesting: no new vets added. So I know. this list is well, not just well, rookies. Aaron uh, Holiday. Uh, Justin, Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. Justin yeah. Holiday. Just, Justin Holiday. Sure, but we're not even like they're not even supposed to play. So it's not. So it is unique, actually, in that Very there's unique. not another addition. You know, that's not a draft pick. It's almost NFL like where you are a championship winner and you're trying to add through the draft instead of like adding veterans. Very unconventional. Piwat, most exciting new offseason addition. Is he also the most important? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if he's not, something probably went wrong. But yeah. Pickett think... would be my only other Who? candidate. Pickett because they need, you know, I mean. I'm the Pickett guy. I love Pickett. Need a second, like, backup ball. Either he was phenomenal this year, which would be awesome. Yeah. But I just feel like the opportunity for him is so much less. He's, he's What's happening now is that Adam is gatekeeping. He's raising the Pickett fence. He doesn't want you involved. Oh, uh, he's he's mine. He's telling you to get lost. I don't want anybody else. Uh, this is his guy, dude. He's put a Picket fence around him. Good for you, Adam. <laughs> I don't want anybody else. Hey, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, having that wing defense from um, from Watt's going to be really interesting. 
And I'll be interested to see what kind of lineups they can finagle. That's my only fear is like him and AG on the court together in a backup lineup. Well, here's what like, here's, they're not if, I, if I can put your spacing. mind at ease at all. The bench last year was atrocious. It doesn't matter. It sure was. It was never good, not one time. And uh, the result was the first championship in Denver Nuggets history. That's so true. You're so right. Um, Although I will, yeah, all right. Never mind. Let's move it on. You're right. He's right. (laughs) The headliner probably in this category is the Colorado Buffaloes football program. Who did? Oh, they just flipped over the entire roster right. uh, of like 90-plus <laughs> players. That's right. Uh, notable additions is new coach, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Don't know if you've heard of him. I have. He's brought in his son at quarterback, Shadur Sanders, who is, uh, by all indications, uh, one of the top quarterbacks in his conference already and could be a pro soon enough. They also added two former for top recruits in the entire country in Travis Hunter and Cormani McLean. Those are kind of your headliners there. Um, Alton McCaskill, a guy who was all freshman first team and ran for over 1,000 yards at Houston. Uh, another notable addition. I mean, these are some of the top young kids in all of college football that are coming to Colorado. And as if that wasn't enough, it's also their last year in this conference. They've added a new conference. All sorts <laughs> it's of so new true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is the same, in fact. Uh, if we were doing a, your helmets. favorite returning anything, this would have been a tough segment to do on the bus. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to come up with a hot take right out, right <laughs> out the gate. You ready for this? Oh, enough. I think Coach Prime would go on the Mount Rushmore of all new additions before he's played a single game. Wow. Yeah. Before his team has. True. Like Peyton Manning is probably on that. When Peyton Manning arrived, what a difference it was. Yeah. Just like the Broncos were reborn anew. Yes, um, I'd have to really, really think about who the best new additions were. Because you, like, you have a Before Carmelo. they played a game. Mm-hmm. Can what? I throw one at you? What? Russell Wilson. <laughs> Jeez, man. Russell, yeah. I mean, he's not on the Mount Rushmore, though. Well, I know because he played a game. Because he did play a game. But I don't even think Coach Prime can have a Russell. Like, they could go 0-11 or whatever. No. It still would be like, you no, know what, though? No, 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 no. You disagree? Yeah. Why? Because if they're not good, then this, it will be looked at as just a disaster. I'm just saying the, the nobody knew where CU was. For the last twenty years, sure, I they couldn't put it on a map, and now it's like the prime place. But yeah. if they if it's they amazing. find out where CU is because it's a target for the <laughs> for all of the the, the S, yeah. it would maybe not. Great. It would be really bad, but still memorable. Nonetheless, I'm just saying. Very few people like Peyton. I just remember Peyton Manning when he got here, how different it was. It really did feel oh, like dude, we were colors track, were brighter. We were tracking the plane. Yeah. We were, like, it but was I'm a just whole saying, thing. it went from like, what are we to like. We are the team now. Mm-hmm. We are the team. Yep. And I just feel like with Coach Prime, it's the exact same, but more somehow, where it went from a program that was even at a lower spot to now this thing where we don't know if it's going to work, but it's just so freaking different. It's completely different. It's extremely exciting. I'm saying put the chisels the away real. until they play a game because the Mount Rushmore means that it worked. You know, like, so I'm just saying, like, yes, I completely agree, but with great hype comes great responsibility. We've learned this. I think, I think mm-hmm. they're already chiseling. The hype, but if it goes poorly, the hype is you adjust. Un- <laughs> You're like, you know what? We're making something well, different. The hype currently is unlimited. Yeah. It's unlimited. <laughs> I, I, it's rare for a program that's 130 years old to somehow, like, change you know what i mean like it's a thing it's and i almost point. feel like coach prime has changed it that way and you're right it might be a complete disaster but it's just it's so rare for a change to happen the way that this has exquisitely rare we've never seen anything like it we've never we talk about this all the time like i thought i understood what the concept of celebrity was right until oh, there's coach, tears there's layers D, first off we everybody just has to call him coach prime i'm pro calling him what he wants to be called coach prime. <laughs> i'm i'm pro calling I'm not, by the name not, they've asked us to call them. this yeah, is well, not a complaint yeah. uh, okay d-line this is not a complaint. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you want to understand the power of celebrity, yeah. a guy just shows up and everyone just gets in line. The the just we can put up a clip that just features Coach Prime and it wipes out. It just goes leaps and bounds above anything we've ever done that we've put any effort into. It's beautiful. It, it makes thing. it look silly. Like, why do we put effort in anything? Just put a camera on Coach Prime. Different level celebrity definitely feels like the biggest addition to the Denver sports ether this offseason no question by a large mile and probably because of that 
top editions two, three, and four are right around the Buffs program. I mean, I don't think you're going but steering off that. Too what's much. weird though is like if Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter arrived in CU, it would mm-hmm. make a big splash or whatever. Without Coach Prime, it would have yeah. made a big splash. And if Coach Prime would have arrived without Shadur and Travis Hunter, it would have been the same splash. Damn, you know sure. what I mean? Like yep. that's the thing. Yep. That's what's so crazy you're about absolutely it. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, it's incredible what they're doing. CSU. Their big offseason of change was last year. Uh, new quarterback, new coach, obviously, new star wide receiver. I'd argue I'll cheat a little like you did with uh, with Nuggets, our fellow Rami here on set. Uh, D-line, I'd say the biggest addition for the Rams is keeping Torrey Horton and not letting him transfer to an SEC school, star wide receiver. Pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, I am actually have, like, no one is talking about CSU at all because you understand why. I mean, you understand why. It's true. Um, pretty big shadow cast, but also they just never get talked about anyway because mm-hmm. they have been terrible. They don't put. It's been a minute. They have not put the requisite effort into raising a pre- premium college football program, and so they are met in kind by the alumni and the surrounding area of Colorado. Um, they're showing a desire to be taken a little seriously. The hiring of Jay Norvell sort of actually hinted towards that because yeah. that, that was like a pretty high-profile poaching job they did from within uh, the same conference. I mean, from Nevada, Nevada has been, to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Nevada has been a very good program yeah. uh, with in relation to where they are in the ecosystem of college football, um, and like they just they built the stadium like they they want to be part of this like they, there was long periods of time where they like didn't it was just like we have a whatever um so i'm hoping that this sort of like is the thing that gets them to the point where they can at least be looked at at the same regard as an oregon state you know mm-hmm. like these other these places mm-hmm. that have two state schools in <laughs> you don't like that no i'm sorry I just, that was almost sad i i like CSU. Like, i know <laughs> oregon state is is is, is well regarded i'm sorry i didn't mean to laugh in a power five college they're just like not they're not even in the game <laughs> yeah. like i'm saying like there's oregon and oregon state there's uh-huh, C- right. like cu and colorado state feel like the same to me but Colorado State has not been acknowledged as even part of the same game because they're not. They haven't been yeah. in the same game. So I don't know how it's going to go. I just know that they're t- – I actually think it's going to be a pretty dramatic improvement from last year. Last mm-hmm. year they won three games, um, and they got a, a whole new offensive line. The offensive line was the I, the worst offensive line play I've ever seen in my entire life was yeah. all last year. They have the quarterback, Clay Millen, that actually set a an accuracy record last year – all while being completely under siege after every goddamn yeah, play. Like, that right. kid can sling it. He's just, yeah, no, his, he's his delivery good. is really slow and having a terrible offensive line, that's the worst possible combination you could have. So, I'm interested this year. I think uh, you're right, though. I don't know what the great, maybe just the offensive line. We'll you see. know what, though? Right. It's just, it's branding, right. man. I'm telling you. Like, why are we hyped on the buffs? It's the branding that Coach Prime brought. And I'm saying this, like, when I was talking to you and I'm talking to Justin and even talking to you about the Rams, like, it gets me excited because some mm-hmm. of the stuff you say, it's just not branded that way. Yeah. No, I feel like they yeah. need to brand themselves. They do, they, so they have the air raid offense. Like, but it, it should. Last year they tried to make Fort Air Raid a thing, but they were so bad. That when, <laughs> this is the, like if you if you yeah. try and brand something, if you try and overhype something, and yeah, then it, yeah. it blows up in your face. Mm. This is like why I'm saying like if the prime thing goes bad, it will be bad. Yeah, it'll yeah. be it real will be bad. Very He's bad right. because it'll of be... the amount of hype that's been put in. He's um, right. But that could On be that like note, it, it could be Fort Air Raid. Merch year. at DDMVR for a Godfather Vic Fangio t shirt. <laughs> you, know. uh, you can get those for a penny, I bet, right now. Uh, but yeah, it's true. Anytime you hear some Rams talk, like it checks out. The football the football part of this checks out. And I think the financial commitment from that athletic department has been impressive the last several years. Now they need the results on the field. They've had them on the court. Uh, Roddy and that program's been humming for a few years, you know. Uh, But now football obviously is the big one. New stadium and everything. This is the year. And yeah, maybe continuity is the biggest addition for them. Is like, But like, the pressure's on for all those guys to perform now. The pressure is on for you to have some easy, nutritious meals at your door, ready to go. <laughs> Let's go. Was talking to our guy, Henry Chisholm. His life has changed because now he just purchased a week's worth of factor meal kits, something you can do right now. 
using our show code for TDSP. That is DNVR50, baby, for 50% off on uh, these meals. They come. Everyone's raving about these. I somehow was the one idiot at the company. I was gone that day. Not included in the... In the Slack messages. I was done that day. Oh, I uh, actually have uh, moved on. I'm a customer factor. I ate my first box. Have entirely. you had the shakes? The shakes look the so shakes good. The shakes look insane. They, they look came so with, good. It came with smoothies. God smoothies? Damn it. I thought they were shakes. They're smoothies. I also missed out. I was on vacation as well. What? So three of us but in this room missed losers. out. Two. You guys Put your chest out. Puff homies. your chest out. All right. <laughs> I mean, this is what it's like when you do have factor meal kit versus you don't have factor meal kit. Everything looks delicious. Yes, they have breakfast options, lunch options, dinner options. It's easy to make. You can put it in the oven if you're lazy, like microwave, I just dude, mentioned, Henry Chisholm. Microwave. Listen to some of these quicker. meals: bruschetta shrimp risotto. Yeah. Wow. Grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Here's how it works. That you can actually go. Delicious. You can go in and you can decide. They have a a swath of options mm, each week. And we you love can a good tailor swath. it. Love to them. your preferences, and then you can pause it for a week if you're going to be gone. You can add, there's additions. You, you can decide if you want to be fancy. You can add things like uh, filet mignon, and, and they have like higher end meals for a, a small premium you can add to a week if you're feeling like one day you want to be a little fancy. It's amazing. Uh, but it, honestly, like as an adult baby, me, uh, I'm yeah. incapable of uh, right. you know, caring for myself in any way. Yeah, we don't have time anymore. It's Honestly, like I love it. I I, I honestly love it. No, like, it's incredible. The, the food is is much better than you expect, and it takes two minutes. And that two minutes in the microwave is not long enough for a meal to become microwaved. Right. Like where you know, like it'd be affected negatively by right, microwaving. Right. So it's like it and, it tastes yeah. like fresh food. It's like it's great. Yeah, it's incredible, man. I I guess we will just have to do what our what our show listeners do, we'll have to insert that code DMVR50, Adam, Kill, and I will all go in on a box together <laughs> and get 50% off right now to get all the fun that Henry, D-Line, and everyone else on staff is enjoying. Check them out, Factor Meal Kits, factormeals.com slash DMVR50 to get in on that code. It's a great deal. And of course, Game Time, they specialize in great deals. Last minute, best deals on tickets, events all over the Denver metro area. Not just sporting events, concerts, uh, shows. You want to see some live comedy? They've got you covered. Hell yeah. And it's time for my game time game of the week. Oh, Uh, boy. Oh, this is tough. People message me every week telling me, Dre, wow, we saw your pick for game time game of the week. Most controversial one yet. They'll debate me. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, And so, once again... I'm going to amaze the people. My game time game of the week. Ed Sheeran in town, by the way. I've done this before. I've given out a, a concert. Pick? It's Rocky's Diamondbacks for $14. Whoa. Let's go, baby. Let's go. What I love about game time is exclusive to our listeners. You can sign up right now using our code DMVR and get $20 off at sign up. Guess what? Those $14 tickets to the Rockies game, basically on them, really using our code. They're on us. You're welcome. Um, I need a compelling, when you're done, I need a compelling argument as to why this is the game of the week. Oh, it's the D-backs. You can heckle them from the field and call them D-bags. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's, that's a good, I mean, come on, Eric. Why that specific? No, that well, I mean, come on. Why that just, specific? Because of the prices, the opponent, <laughs> the vibes at Coors. And I like I like that more than Ed Sheeran. I like it more than having to wait multiple weeks for a Broncos preseason game sure. or a CSU football game. So that's what we're doing. Okay, uh, hashtag show history. Snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code DMVR. For $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR. $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. Talking about swath, the swath of options you have at Factor Meal Kit made me think you two must be like top 5% out worst people to go through like a color swatch. Like, oh, hun, we got to repaint our home. Let's go to Home Depot and look at a color swatch. You two would be insufferable to look at one of those. Why? Why? I, I, well, why you're an it? artist, so already like. Okay. I don't. I don't care about colors, so just make a choice. I'm done. And okay. you seem like you're very detail oriented about like 
the minutiae no one else cares about. So I feel like this would be right up your Eric alley. Eric can attest to this. <laughs> I'm a super color noticer. Oh oh, see, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I read it in his face. I can notice. Super annoying subtle, to look through a color changes slot. in color. I Thank can you. notice. But, but, but. <laughs> Thank Noticing you. and Kale knows from that smile alone how terrible yeah, he'd simple, be to go simple, through that way. Uh, noticing and then being able to choose the right color, very different skills. I can't, yeah, I, right. can't I can't choose the Thank right you color. For proving my point. Yep. But if you choose one that's just slightly off, I will notice it. He gave me a test one time where there was like a thousand <laughs> shades of blue and you had to move and be able to mm -hmm. I was so good at it. Yeah, we got the same score. I Perfect. believe it. I believe it. <laughs> um, good, good. See, I, I, I kind of think like you guys both proved my point, but you're not even realizing that, which is great. That proves my point further. Um, everyone in this town is a Broncos fan, and uh, I think the Broncos, for once, have made some off-season additions that we can truly get excited about, though Eric's already uh, shat all over the Russell Wilson edition from last off-season, so I guess maybe we should oh, learn some it is true. No. Is that a spoiler alert? That yeah, that spoiler went bad, alert. That that no, but honestly, like I'm looking at the names you have here. This is why I am shocked at how low everyone is. It just seems like there's a low energy to Broncos this year. Yeah. When I feel like there should be just at least a slightly higher energy. Yeah. And it is because everyone got burned so bad last yes. year. Dude. Yes. You, the, the, the 4th of July that you uh, blow some of your fingers off, you're not excited next year to get the fireworks going. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, what an analogy. Yeah, that's a really... That's a good next one. Next year, it's like, people are like, it's 4th of July. You're like, like, why aren't you excited? You're like, last year was really bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get excited because it reminds me of trauma. And I've been spending all year. I made, That's not it, though. because we've Oh, had, yes, it is. No, we've had bad seasons. And no, the next no, one, no. It's the hype to it's the, the delivery. Hype. That's what I'm saying. It's the hype. Yeah. Yes, dude. And mm -hmm. I, I try. I used last year's Denver Bronco, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson offensive team to try to teach Christina about NFL football. Oh gosh. Bad and idea. I was like, it's not always this bad. <laughs> and she's like, this is pretty boring. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I'm like. You know, just don't worry about it. Right, here's, here's, where, though, here's where I honestly think that Broncos fans should be more excited, although that we could, I could be way off on this and then equally as frustrated. The Broncos, I heard one time it was Penn & Teller, one of the guys, I think the one that's the, that talks. Do you know which one he is? Uh, it doesn't matter. I think it's it actually Penn. isn't pertinent to the story. He one time lost like 150 pounds. Yeah. And he did it by only eating a potato every day. Yeah. No salt, no what? butter, potato? nothing. Just a potato. He would cook it the same way, like a boiled potato, and then he would eat it. What? And he said the point was he was trying to show discipline, but also like it like changed his taste. Like he couldn't taste anything. I'm so sure. The slightest amount of flavor was like unbelievably great. Yeah. To I've, all you're used to is boiled potatoes. My God. The Broncos have been boiled potatoes for eight years. Yeah, a little eight bit. Eight years. A little bit. You're watching three and out. Three and out, three and out, three and out, yeah. blocked punt somehow, right. three and out, and it just goes like that. This year, they might score 19 points, 20 points, 21 points. We might get, I, we might I, get some 24 points 24 might be in the mix. It's going to taste like the sweetest, saltiest, true. flavorful Dude, potato we've ever thing, had. Though, here's true. the thing, though. Here's the thing about the goddamn Denver Broncos and why people aren't that excited is because we're like all that what you're saying, but then somebody serves you the same potato this year like yeah but this one's better we're like it's the why same is one. it better you're like well it was boiled in a better pot it can't be as bad as though here's the thing sean payton sean payton's the big difference that's the he's better the pot. big addition yeah. <laughs> that's the better pot there's no way he's nathaniel hackett though there's no way i agree uh, but russell wills at least i think the difference between sean payton and what we've had thus far is the difference between boiling water and frying it in some olive oil. I agree. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like, think that's. I think that's the analogy. But that's yeah. why. I'm, this is why Broncos fans. I mean, like you have to get excited about a coach because there's been no super exciting actual player additions to this squad. Like they're they're. I mean, get, Kale's giving me the face because of a, a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, 
Who's, who's, who are you most excited about player-wise that's been added? Ben Powers, for sure. Oh, offensive lineman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, oh, big yeah. Left, the, the big left guard. Imagine. The big left guard. Yeah, I, I yeah. discount yeah. what he said yeah. before he said it, and he uh, said it anyway because he's he got us good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kale's going to be like, happy. Like, you yeah. see that block on the left side? Mike McClinchy. get it. We get it. I understand. I'm just saying, like, there's a difference between you and... Uh, you know, like a big, you bring in Derrick Henry, something. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. When you add Mr. Unlimited, you're yeah. like, okay. I mean, I get it. This is all like a, that football is one in the trenches. I'm just saying like, this is why nobody's excited. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, I think you should be. Like that's that's, the, that's the thing that's is, I true. do think you should be. But sports, what is the point other than to like allow ourselves to get our hopes up? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm done, it's so true. The pragmatic sports approach to me is just like, what are we doing here, guys? Well, sports then why aren't you is, watching oh, CSU oh, football man. every year? So uh, I do think that Samaje Pirine is a big back, almost I, as big I as agree. a Derrick Henry. I um, agree. I'm just saying, like, if, could you're, be if, you're, if you're wondering why Broncos country is late to the party, that's it's, the reason. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, and especially since last offseason felt like, oh, we finally have a real reason to get excited. And then it was like, oh, sorry. That's, I haven't been watching. I'm excited to get true. Tim Patrick back. Um, I haven't been watching the news. Uh, so I'm excited uh, for that one. Are we... Uh, God. And my guy, uh, KJ Hamler. We'll you guys know oh my, my guy. God. I'm ready. Are we, we'll, we're we'll doing him, it, right? We'll tell him off air. <laughs> Zach, Zach Allen reuniting with Vance Joseph, big money, uh, free agent yeah, signing the on the defensive line. Vance Joseph, <laughs> No, like, no. I, as a defensive coordinator, I think God we'll be good. I think this defense will be exciting, and I think the offense you're will actually score You're dragging me down, points. bro. Yeah. I, your vibes for Nugs are so good. Your vibes for Broncos, man, kind of blow. Do you want to understand why? Do you want to know the difference? No, I get it. I get it. Are you saying. more excited about the Avs offseason editions? Uh, I'm excited D-line. because the Avs offseason edition might be Gabriel Landeskog, maybe? <laughs> mm, maybe? We don't know. We'll um, see. Sounds like more Gabriel Landeskog's like cat hit. We might cap f- hit is the edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he well, is out. Yeah, Landy ain't um, coming. But they do add Ryan Johansson, uh, who's a big veteran center. They've kind of been trying to find that 2C since Nas Kadri yes. left, and he is maybe not as exciting as Nas, but a true pro who's going to give you good, you know, good hockey, both sides of the ice. And then they reunite Mac with his old teammate from the minors, Jonathan Druin, a guy who was a top pick like Nathan McKinnon. And when he's been fully healthy, has been lights out. If Druin could find some good health with the Avs, he could be a potentially great addition. And then a workman-like forward, in Miles Wood, they really needed to add some depth to the bottom six, and they've done that. So it's maybe not the flashiest names, but it should be exactly well, what the doctor ordered for this Avs team, who was just lacking in depth last year. Speaking of flashy names, though, Wood, I feel like as an artist, you could do a lot with that. Could I? Could you? I'm just saying, you get like a <laughs> Joe Hansen or Drew, and you're like, all right, I got to really get creative uh-huh. here. But you get a Woody. You know, like <laughs> old Woody. You get Wood. There's just not, you can do so can much you, with uh, that. Can you, Block my face out. Podcast. I'm just saying, we gave you a. You gotta, you're sitting on a gold mine here. I don't, I don't want no. I want no part of this. Yeah, you're sitting on a gold mine. We need you're rooting for Woody all year. God damn it. Uh, I am excited for the Avalanche because the Avalanche are still squarely in their championship window. They have a core that cannot be disputed. You're right. Like, but we're talking new additions. Like, right, right. hard to get super excited. Can because, I sell you on it, please? I'm going to sell you on it. When a new player, say a Bruce Brown, comes to the Denver Nuggets, yes, you get excited about him because you think the Nuggets are going to get 115 percent out of Bruce Brown, yes, right? Yes, because of Nikola Jokic yes, and, and yes, this yes. and that. I think got the same thing with Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen. You, I just, I don't know these guys. I'm not going to pretend that I do. But I do feel like, I do like what we were saying about Druin, though, this idea of a draft pick that has shown enough mm-hmm. flashes and has been injured. And, like, to me, if you told me, if, without knowing anything about the guy, a Nuggets, they're getting a guy who had a lot of promise in the draft, really looked good, but got hurt, wasn't in the right spot. Now he's coming here. I'll be like, I'll guarantee he's going to have a good year. And on top of it, you're reuniting them with a college or, you know, teammate from their amateur day. So it's like, oh, this was a phenom from like Jamal Murray's days at Kentucky. 100%. Yeah. Well, and the apps have had success with these reclamation projects. They really have. Namely Nuke, uh, obviously, who's Uh, turned into a star. I mean, (laughs) Kadri to a lesser extent. What a success story. Uh, (laughs) Nachushkin, do we know his whereabouts? This is the most bummer of a TDS. I think he's okay. Yeah. D-Line might never be invited back on this one. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sorry to be yeah, the uh, voice of reality here, fellas. <laughs> not your best role, to be honest with you. Like you a little bit better than the hype man. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I, we have new roles here. You yeah. with the blue comedy, me with the <laughs> bringing reality. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, obviously, we are all excited about these off-season additions. Someone could say the future is so bright, we need to wear shades. Well, the perfect place to do that is Shady Rays, mm. where um, you can get designer glasses, styles, and lenses. The tippy-top quality in the shades game at discount bargain prices. And on top of that, as if that wasn't enough, our listeners getting the exclusive hookup when they use that code DMVR. They can get two pairs, 50% off. These are already shades. They're about a third of what you'll find from other designers. And on top of that, now you can get two pairs, 50% off. It's an amazing deal. I have like five pairs. I cannot get enough. I love these, love the polarized lenses, love the styles, just the quality of the glass. It's not some like cheap sunglass you got from the gas station. Um, and what's great is their customer service is amazing. They'll take care of you. Lost or found, you can hit them up. They've got you taken care of and then yeah they've got you know they've got great deals on top of this deal that we're offering at checkout they'll they'll ask you if you want to add one more they'll ask you about their cool cases and everything i love shady rays one of our favorite partners um for me and i i just can't get enough of their shades exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code dmvr for 50 percent off two pairs plus a polarized sunglasses try it yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people um and honestly i mean that shows you how undervalued they are right now getting all the amazing deals they should be used by billions of people right now and then circle k the place to be mm. when you need to get a little snackaroo on the road Fill up right oh, here. I have a know? new. I have a new favorite snack, guys. Oh man, I have a new favorite snack. Lay it on us. Remember, we had a debate one time about what M M&M and M is the best. Peanut, you know. Regular. That sounds like uh, some off-season filler that we would. Yeah, do. sounds <laughs> like something we would have done. <laughs> I can tell you the best M M&M. and M. The they make a pack that's all three mixed together evenly. What somehow elevates all oh. the flavors? What are the three? Peanut classic and peanut butter. Oh. I'm telling you, you put them all three together, and it makes a whole new flavor that's like perfect. I'm now, telling you, now unbelievable. That, uh, to be honest, like that's a charcuterie board. I would be excited. <laughs> yeah, about. yeah. <laughs> yeah I believe that. I M&Ms. believe that. Snickers and cookie M and M's. I mean, pretzel and cookie M and M's. Very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, my go-to has been the last two times I've been in a circle. Okay, a Stroop waffle. Stroop waffle. What? That's right. I needed it for energy Can't before I went to play. Is this a word? Before, have, you never, have you never had a Stroop waffle? You're so European. Bro. Yeah. Well, I was going to go Kill, play. can you Google one? I was going to go so play pickleball. Our... A Stroop waffle, essentially just uh, ironed honey. It's oh, just honey that saying. is yeah. pressed into oh. a waffle type shape. Yeah. It's uh, made. It, it's delightful. It's a delicious. It's, I know and, it's, and it's a great like energy. Uh, Look at that. Yeah. There's a Stroop waffle mm, for you. Yeah. So is part of the appeal to you that it's pressed? on it makes you think of the the process that are how our shirts are made no no it's, it's just like uh, it's just it, well the, this is like the more treat version but like in the circle k i got it from you know like one of those energy companies and it's just uh you know honey is like the best quick energy source that you can uh, it's natural uh it's we don't li- talk about this enough we don't uh, anyway delicious delightful I love how we can riff on these Circle K reads. Check them out, man, on the next road trip. I'm the sweet guy. Usually my my panel goes salty on me. You're love saving. that you guys both went sweet. Uh, baby. Went sweet. Yes. Thanks to Circle K for sponsoring DMVR. Visit the nearest Circle K near you to pick up all your favorites. Okay. We've done this offseason. It's time for some real Denver sports history. This is where you guys are brought on to do the heavy lifting. There are some incredible off-season or even just immediate additions in Denver sports that have paid dividends right off the bat. You already mentioned Peyton Manning. That's probably where one would start. Honestly, I just, I mean, because it's more recent, you know, of these big, these giant splashes other than Coach Prime. It was just such a big deal, man. And the Broncos... 
set themselves up for failure by having John Elway be so great, by him being so legendary, because no quarterback could live up to it, and we had really good quarterbacks, really good ones, for a decade and a half, and it was like no one can live up to him. But when Peyton arrived, it was like a, he already was had lived up to it. So you kind of knew it was, and I almost feel like Peyton lifted the QB curse that Denver had. And it wasn't even a real curse. It was yep. just a mind frame. And it was like, Oh yeah, we got a guy who's definitely one of the best to ever do it. And the sky's the limit. And sure enough, immediately it's hard to remember this, Eric, cause we've only been used to the sad Broncos of the last eight years, but we used to score damn near every time we got the ball. Was you remember that? When we set a record for the most points ever scored in the that's, season. That's when it, it happened. Well, it's actually even, I think, was it the year before that even? There yeah, was, 2012 was insane. And the then first year, and then 2013 took it up a whole yeah. other level. Yeah. That's what was so great. Yeah, yeah dude, the, fir- dude, the, the first game of that season where Peyton Manning hit Julius Thomas for four touchdowns, and all I was and I was just in the stands, like just trying to add him to my fantasy team. Like, <laughs> and I, like, and I tear, like they weren't. There's no like good it, Wi-Fi at the stadium, and I was like. I can't believe I'm here. But I was like witnessing <laughs> history, and I didn't appreciate it at all. It's <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah, Peyton was just different, and I mean, there were some concerns of like his health and stuff. Of course, and, like, delivered immediately, like a month in, it was like, oh man, we but, are so back, we're so ready to. And dominate. even just training camps and stuff. You remember just how serious he was about everything, and you were kind of like, all right. I mean, this is why. This is also why we're hurt with Russell Wilson because he showed up and got the coach's office right at the thing, and it was like, man, these are like what Peyton Manning did, right? And he's even working with Peyton yeah. Manning. They're watching they're like, They're watching work. film. He's like, so this is where I throw an interception, right? Like, there it is, right there. We're talking about old stuff. We should talk about <laughs> older old stuff, though. Peyton Manning, PFM. PFM, man. It's a, it's a legendary one. And I think similar to what we were talking about with Prime, like the impact was felt before he even steps onto the yeah. Well, the I mean, the, it's obviously you look back now with 2020 vision it's the most awesome thing you could ever hope for but we didn't quite know exactly what we were getting with peyton manning he yeah, was coming yeah. up like we yeah. didn't know if his neck was broken like if he was able to we were hearing reports he couldn't throw the football like um it wasn't we were like i mean everybody was all in with two feet because we had nothing else right. going but it wasn't as it wasn't as slam dunk as it turned, it didn't feel that way yeah. when we first got him. It was yep. like, <laughs> like, what All, are we doing here? Also, you know what's weird? That was the last death rattle of the Broncos having mystique. Like Peyton coming here, you know, nowadays it doesn't feel like, I mean, that's rusted. Like we get rust here now, but like, yeah. there was a mystique around the Broncos. Sean Peyton. Like, uh, there was a mystique around the Broncos in terms of them like, you know, of course he went to the Broncos. Why wouldn't he go there? Yeah. Well, John Elway brought him. John you know, it was there, almost John like, Elway. oh, yeah, of course. We've got Elway. We get Peyton. All is well. And, uh, yeah, hopefully but it's still, those days it's still, can come back. It's still there, dude. We got Peyton. Uh, we, Sean yeah, Peyton. Sean we Peyton. Got, you got Russ. I mean, Russ, it feels terrible now, but, you know, that that's a big the team was purchased by the richest owners in the NFL. The team, yeah, and and now we're living in a world. I, I'm, you guys are wrong. The mystique is a little gone. It might there might be still some mystique around them. It's Maybe a little it's gone now. They have to re-establish yeah. that mystique, yeah. and hopefully this year is the start of that. The mystique became mystink. Um, so the Avs have some notable ones: Patrick Waugh, Ray Bork. I mean, some all-time legends being added to the team, and. Pain immediate dividends. Certainly Patrick did. No, that's an off-season. I mean, that's a mid-season. Oh, it was mid-season. Yeah, yeah mid-season, okay. All mid-season. right. Mid-season. Uh, Mello. I don't, I don't remember that, though. Like, I, that's a, yeah. Well, I don't remember, like, Patrick Waugh being added. We didn't even know to follow hockey back then. You it was like, wait, we've got a team. I know it's breaking the rules, Patrick but Waugh. you can honestly say the Rockies and the uh, Avalanche arrival because, like, the Broncos go back so far that they yep. just basically go back to almost almost everyone's you yes. know, recorded history. And the same more or less for the Nuggets. Go ba- Every now and then you'll get a guy right. telling you a story, but I remember when they arrived. Right. But for the most part, they've just been here. And the Rockies' arrival, man, was, like, so huge. It was the biggest thing mm-hmm. ever when it was, like, we mm-hmm. have a baseball team. It really – you always hate when people say dusty old cow town. That really is, like, a thing that was said about the previous iteration of Denver. And that was, like, almost in some ways the start of it being, like, nah, it's actually a real city now. It totally was. I mean, I was obsessed with baseball as a kid mm-hmm. because of baseball cards. I knew about, like, all these players. I never actually saw them play. When we got the, – the very notion that we could have a baseball team was – the the hype surrounding the Rockies when they first arrived, it like we felt they sold out mile high every game, like that, that isn't that I believe they set an attendance record that will never be broken. Yeah, 
that season because it was just everybody was so ready for it. I say this over and over again. It is so disgusting to me that what the Monforts have done because the Den- Denver market is by all rights a baseball town. This is a place where everybody <clears throat> has played baseball. They are familiar with baseball. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, this is like setting up a hockey franchise in uh, Toronto, outside of Toronto. And I'd just never like, be and there. And then no one, and then everyone hating it because you have mismanaged the team so badly. Like everybody wants the Rockies to be something because it just is like a cool thing, and it it, it just it co- coincides with the ethos of Denver, Colorado. Yeah. It's laid back. Mm-hmm. You're outside. People still try and like they still go all the time because they want the experience. They love the experience. But the Rockies arriving, you're right. Like it just gave us that fourth or I guess that third, the third, third. The third yeah. team. Um, but baseball's big. The you national, know, hockey's almost Yes, but it's just but... like it's another step, another step, another step. It, it tells yeah. the world that Denver is a, is a place. And That's it, a huge addition. Though. Yeah, a huge addition. Abs, Not you player, could, but full yeah. franchise. In yeah. Avs, you could kind of see something similar. I will say you have Carmelo on here. I remember where I was when the NBA lottery happened in that year. Yeah. Because I was driving to camping Uh because it's always around Memorial Day. Uh I was driving to camping and listening to it on the radio. You know how it's all dramatic, you know, one at a time. And I hear number three, Devin. I was like, God dang it. We missed out on Melo and LeBron. Like, this is the worst ever. But, of course, it came into Melo. So that was a huge deal, Melo's arrival. Melo was... Again, part of this is where were the Nuggets? They were like yep. the Broncos right yep. now, just at this kind of sort of all-time low. And then he immediately made them relevant. But the other one I think about, Eric, that is maybe in a weird way less impactful to the franchise overall, but more impactful in the like day that it happened was Allen Iverson. Iverson for sure. But the day Iverson sure. got traded to Denver was yeah. like the biggest deal ever for the Mello made them relevant, but Iverson was like a guy that was like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to be the most popular team in the NBA yeah, it was for a like, while. We can get... People like Alan Iverson on the team? Like, that doesn't seem right. It felt like a switch in the town where, like, you'd hear people talking nuggets around town. And before AI, I didn't really feel like that was a thing so much. Like, AI really got that buzz going. Um, I mean, arguably, you could almost say Christian Brown, like a rookie contributing that way to a championship team right away. I mean, uh, you know. (laughs) <laughs> the Christian Brown bump is so Yeah, amazing. the Christian Brown bump really is it's too It's amazing. It's amazing. A little too big. But back to Melo, the off-court impact is tremendous. The on-court impact is, I mean, as big as just about any of these guys because how putrid the Nuggets were to actually being an eight seed the next right. season is like, it's one of the greatest turnarounds in NBA history. Yeah, he was great. It wasn't just him. Andre Miller and Marcus Camby arrived that year as yep. well. So they kind yep. of revamped the team. Yep. Um, but he had a big offseason. But but it was uh, obviously Mello was the star. Like people, mm-hmm. you get Andre Miller and Marcus Camby without Mello. Eh, like nobody's coming to the games, even yep. if they're good. Yep. You get Mello and it's like new era. By the way, new unis. It's true. They rebranded. There's nothing better than they like re-branded. a new era start. Like Jokic has that one year in the Powder Blues, or is it one or two? I think it's two years. It's two years, yeah. And it's two. like a little. Every now and then, when you see a highlight, you're almost like, oh, that's that's not it's right. Just, yeah, that's so not right. right. That's weird. So not right. Would have been cool to see Melo a year in the uh, the Navy Blues. Yeah, I mean that like mindset. That team actually fits with those Powder Blues perfectly. Um, in that, neither belonged here. <laughs> the Mellow era and the yeah. powder blues. Yeah, I mean, like, wow, like they, they wow. didn't, it didn't. It didn't like now. Cool. Now, wow. now that we're on the other side of this, and you're like, oh, Jokic makes sense in Denver, and like looking back on it, you're like. Did Melo like he didn't like it here? He like wanted it to be bigger. He like wasn't. In, it, it was always so, he was fighting against the concept of Denver. Yeah. Like those powder blues had no business being in Denver, Colorado. It is not a color that makes sense here. It is a California. It was brought in for California it reasons. Is a Calif- You're right, imposters. That's true. Absolute. Cal- it was. It was the type of thing you just show. You just show. Yeah, you just show up at the party. You're like, hey guys, isn't this cool? And everyone's like, yeah. And you're, but it wasn't. Denver. Like now that the Nuggets have found their way, they are Denver. They were Denver before, but this was like a little weird moment. That that little identity crisis. Total identity crisis. Yeah. They were just like reaching for something that they weren't. Yeah, and then we were like the UNC team to the pros with George, and we started adding Ty Lawson and guys like that. I yeah, love Ty Lawson. No, I, I love Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson. Speaking of new uniforms, though, Paul Millsap. The same year the new uniforms came in for the Nuggets. Underrated addition for like defining mm. the era 
Paul Millsap's just like he's he's just not exciting enough. Even though he's an, there's like impact players, and then there's exciting or yeah. You the know, problem whatever. with Paul Millsap is that we spent the entire time arguing about how much money he made. <laughs> Even though he was impactful, but he wasn't impactful in the way that like the the, the casual yep. fan recognized. He's also a quintessential Nuggets free agent signing. It's like we can get like the most yep. impactful yet least sexy yep. player out there, man. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna get the big money free agent on the market. Like, oh, who is that? Oh, it's Kmart. This I, year. I reached Dude, out. Oh, I reached I, out. I was to, hyped when we got him. Sure, of course. At that time, that's like, you know. But I remember I reached out to an Atlanta guy, a friend of mine, and was like, "Hey, man, I'm working on some stuff. Can you just share some of your favorite?" Do you have any favorite Millsap quotes or memories or something? And he said, no. So I was like, Boy. oh, like nothing. He's like, nothing. no, not really. Okay. He's like, all right, well. Thank you. How, right. how you doing? <laughs> Amazing chat. Thanks so much for your help. Wow. That's uh I hope you've stayed in contact. Yeah, for sure. My buddy, uh, Brad Rowland. Shouts. <laughs> there you go. Shouts. We have some great suggestions, by the way. Jerry Rice, uh, boogies being thrown out. Boogie. Uh, Champ Jerry Bailey Rice. and Clinton Portis. Either sides of that uh, epic trade, I think, could fit. There's some good ones, um, for sure. Houston Street, I think, would, would fit in there. Houston Street, under Carlos Gonzalez. Yeah, Carlos would... Um, yeah, because he pays dividends pretty immediately. Right, he does. Yeah. You, I, we, were, oh, I, we were only salty Tulo about the, as a rookie, right? He's yeah, right in the run. I, yeah, I was, the I was only salty so. about the holiday trade for like half a season. I, I know. was like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is sick. This that actually awesome. bought us a lot of goodwill with the Rockies. It was great. Had dude. that been a shitty trade, we would have been where that we're at like, now, like way earlier. At that, we didn't realize like that was going to be the height of we're trying and we actually have some... Um, I don't know some good sense, and we're actually being clever. Yeah, we we all hated. Who was that? Was that Dan? Dan O'Dowd. O'Dowd. Dan O'Dowd. In retrospect, great GM. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Especially seeing what others have done with this. It's uh, crazy. It's crazy. If you're like Eric and you need to drown your Rocky so- sorrows, <laughs> I can speak. I can sorrows speak. I've with sours. Yes, exactly, exactly. Sorrows with Sours at Breckenridge Brewery. You know Breck Brew. They are the presenting sponsor of this here podcast, and they are the official beer of summer here at DMVR. Our guy, Schwan Man, he's a big sour guy, and this month, it's the beer of the month. The I Mountain think it was Beach more of a sour. sweet guy, just in general. He is a sweet guy, not a sweet boy necessarily. <laughs> That's a, a different TM there. But it is a beer of the month here at the DMVR bar, where, as I've mentioned, you can come see the live Broncos pod and then uh, watch the game with all your Broncos friends or make some new Broncos friends. Order your favorite Breck brew. I'm a big Strawberry Sky lager guy. Yep. Sure, these guys are Mile High City uh, boys. Check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to Ooh. find a brew near you. And shout out to our new betting partner, Bet365. They've been in the game a long time doing it over in Europe, and they've come over here. And now, exclusive for our listeners who use that code DMBR365 at sign up, you will get $200 in bonus bets. Boom. After you've placed your first bet, all you have to do is sign up. You know, if you're a pro athlete, maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do it under your girlfriend's name. Maybe just stay, steer clear, you know? <laughs> you, normal listener, go for it, right? I'm just saying, it's like, it's regulated. You're not you're not going to, like, yeah, that's good. pull the wool over someone's eyes on this one. Sign up. Use that code. All you have to do, deposit 10 bucks. Place your first bet. All you have to do, $1. Broncos tonight. Let's, let's, let's take a Broncos bet. I've got them. Over 22 and a half points because Sean Payton effect. We're feeling it right away in the preseason. It's a Vance Joseph revenge game, as you guys also know. <laughs> you don't have to tell um, me. And then as soon as that bet hits, win, lose, or tie, doesn't matter if you've won it, your $1 bet turns into $200 in bonus bets. It's an amazing deal. And those $200 are for you to do as you please. There's no time limit. You can put like 100 of those on the Nuggets to win the chip, which is boosted as if that wasn't enough. Boosted at bet 365. And then play around with the other ones. You know, do whatever you want. They've all got all sorts of great offers, bonuses. You can build your parlay today and get a parlay bonus of up to 70% on your parlay available across most markets must be 21 plus 
and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Boom. Okay, boys. Now we've established the offseason, how we feel. The power of expectations, though. It's the power of expectations. And who has the most to lose this season? I don't think it's the Nuggets. It's not. Oh, think... you just mean team. Yeah. Oh. You could go player on me. You could switch the it up. Te- the Nuggets did that thing where when they, they won a title that it it floats them for a little bit here. Uh, like, yeah. inevitably, we can act like, oh, everything's... At some point, like, everything fades and, like, you know, you'll want the second one and you want no, this that. fades really quickly. Uh, yeah. Like, but last I mean, season was kind of miserable for uh, Avs fans, even if they were yeah, the defending champs. Super you know? miserable for but them. the Avs also have multiple championships. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Jokic fair, is fair, sort of unassailable fair. now as this top 20 player I so. of all time. And, but and eventually being top 20 will no longer feel good for us. We'll be like, no, he's top 10. We got to get more championships. Yeah. But I do feel like this year you're kind of like, hey, see what happens. There is one obvious easy answer to this. <laughs> it's the Buffs. It's the Buffs. Oh, more so than the Broncos. Yes. Huh? Are you kidding? He's what, right about what this. What can you take from the Broncos? You're like, oh, they, I thought they'd be okay, but they were bad. Okay. Or I thought they'd be bad, but whatever. Like, there's no expectations. You can't fall very far. The Buffs have set the highest possible yeah. expectations. Yeah. Um, they are operating as though they have already won a championship. I don't besmirch them for it. I actually applaud it. I like that they're coming in and really getting everybody whipped up and excited, but it, they have to pay off the other side of it for it. Otherwise, people will, it'll be like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, again, yes. biggest victim of this, high level of hype, low level of delivery. You have to, always in life, you have to under-promise and over-deliver. And if you do the opposite, Crazy. you get... It, that's when things really fall apart. The the buffs have achieved a very very high status and respect level that they've not actually earned at this point. You don't think there's a bit of a honeymoon period to figure it out though? Yeah, well, maybe, mm. but it depends on how it goes. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that it, of the sports they are they have the most to lose because they have achieved so much without actually doing anything. It's an interesting take. Where do the Avs fall under all this? I mean, it's a core that is championship-worthy, and when you have those championship-worthy cores, the pressure of capitalizing on those championship windows, which every but year they, that goes by, but they already it's just did. getting tighter and tighter. They already did. I know, but if we look back and they only won one championship, that'd be a disappointment with how young and talented that core was. They're right? going to be young and talented after this. You're at 27-year-old Nathan McKinnon, 24-year-old Kale McCarr. Yeah. They're going to be young. That's the huge. difference between the Nuggets and the Avs is that the Nuggets, as an organization, had never won one. And Jokic, in particular, as a player, was sort of this guy that most people thought couldn't. So the bar was set so low yeah. in that it's one way that clearing it so high the way they did going 16-4, just one of the most dominant finals runs we've ever seen, by the sure way, was. was like, you know, it set it up. Whereas the Avs, I do think, like, even talking to our Avs guys, AJ, Rudo, Megan, you know, asking them two years ago, what do you think is the ceiling for this team? It's like multiple championships. The bar was higher. Yes, one yes. is always yes. year at a time, yes, but the bar was. was always, this should be the greatest team in Avs history. Yep. They're young. The previous best team in Avs history maybe in some ways underachieved. Like they got two, which is great. No one's ever going to complain about it. But there was a lot that were 50-50, just buck bunts the wrong way. 100%. This is one where if you do end up with just one or this year goes low, I do think you start to look at it and go, are we going to underperform our own expectations of what we thought this could be? It's mm-hmm. possible. I don't think that mm-hmm. the panic thing is there, but it is like 24 and 27. It's like right at the age where you could flip it. You get two before you're – best or second best player turns 25, yep. you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. You don't, and it's like, oh, man, clock t- clock's kind of ticking here. Yeah, the tightness starts to get real. I would still argue it's the Broncos. It's easily. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, easily. I was just trying to make a to me, conversation like, here. To me, this is really well, like... What can they lose? Well, if, if Sean Payton isn't the solution, then you really start to wonder, like, well, what, what, do what they is have? Mitchell No, lose? no, this is where you're wrong about it. I just talked about the Broncos' mystique. I'm telling you, every year... They already lost it. They have. I think earlier he said you, they hadn't lost it. Didn't you, they, 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 but you, <laughs> you call that here. It's like a callback. I'm saying what you said. You said they've already lost. They it. have lost. But I'm saying there's a difference between like where they are right now and if you become a team that has like a decade is a big deal. We saw the the Nuggets. They had their ups and downs. They weren't. 
Then the 90s came. And it was bad for a whole decade, and it was like, that's who you are. I think the Broncos are very close to that. They need to have an upswing here to like to avoid mm-hmm. that. Even the Lakers, a proud organization, had a bad six-year run, seven-year run. You get to 10 years, and it's like, no, nah, you're just bad. That's a whole generation just grew up with you being terrible. The Broncos, to me, need – they don't have anything at the moment, but they can't stay there. If they stay there, it becomes who you are. I mean, I understand that argument. It's just that if not for – the bar that the Buffs have set for themselves. Well, it's, it is the Buffs. If, it, if we're comparing the two, well, that's what we're doing. Well, we're just, the Buffs are who like has the most to lose. The that's, Buffs, it's that's like final. It's the, it's the Buffs, man. Like, well, that's what I said, but you then he we're said we're arguing it, different things. Now we're talking. The Broncos are second. Next the season, I think I think there's more pressure on on the Broncos than there is on the Buffs. Well, I, I, I think in college them. football, you do get a little. Now look. If they win one game, Colorado does, and they're blown out in every loss, just like they were last year, that changes things. You know, like you do need like an ounce of improvement. Wait, but if they win four, if they win four, what happens? To me, if they win four, that's their line, right? Four, three and a half. Yes, exactly. If they win four and they're like competitive in most of those losses, I think we'll feel them pretty good. Like this is moving in the right direction. I actually think you're wrong about that. I do too because of the I way think that expectations it's have they been so low but, but, that that but, feels but like now they're not so high. We're trending but, in the right direction. Deion Sanders has come in. He said, "We're coming. We're winning." They, like it's not like, "Hey, man, it's a new thing. We're trying to ease our way in." Like the the expectation is for them to win, win right now, win big, win, 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 and if they don't. It doesn't mean that the sky is falling and that the, the no. program is trash. I'm just saying, like, they have the most to lose in that the entire nation is watching in a way that they never have before. And the legitimacy of Colorado as a f- collegiate football destination is 100% on the line. Yeah. No, per- perception is such a huge part of college athletics. Self-created right? perception, though. Self-created. Right now, they're perceived as like a top 20 pro. I can't great, tell if you're right? being serious about and, pushing back um, on this. <laughs> oh, I just think like it really is like the Broncos are like, dude, uh, Russell Wilson's gone after this. I think- Sean Payton, who you've paid a bunch, you've given all this control, and you traded draft picks for. He's not the answer. Like, I really start to think like, and some of the you know, like losing a generation of fans and that's what you it. illustrated. That's it. I mean, that's cute. I think they I think there's more on the line in year one for the Broncos, but I think more long term I can I see Eric's argument. The Buffs win four games this year, I honestly think it's gonna be like a this is what we were so excited about, and that's the line. Like that's their expectation. They have to outperform the objective expectation because the subjective expectation they set for themselves really is game changing. And by the way, here's the difference. You bring in a quarterback and he doesn't work out. It's okay. What a flop. Mm -hmm. You bring in a quarterback and giving him the coach's office and like do all this different things. That's a huge flop. Coach prime came in and said, I'm running everything here. Social media. That's me practices. That's Mm -hmm. me. Uh, NIL, that's me. Everybody get out of the way. I'm running everything. If he comes in and just flops as a coach, that happens in college football and it's a big deal. But when you come in and say, I am going to do everything here my way, you just get out of my way, you better perform. You better perform. That's it. I mean, that's all. But no, I mean, for sure. Like, you have to show improvement. I think improvement, they will. I don't right? think they I actually will. do think. I actually would bet and will bet that they exceed their three win total. Yeah. I, don't think I mean, I, I think they're I, winning I, six. I, I, am a, I, am, I am a believer in the, the, the CU buffs. It's just, they have the most to lose because of the, what they've created for themselves. Coach prime is creating pressure. Cause he likes pressure. Not cause he's going to like wiggle out of it. Oh, I think he... it's like, no man, we shouldn't go yeah, dude, into this it's, with it's, low it's, expectations. Yeah. It's Michael Jordan getting mad about oh, yeah. a dinner. One of the great trash talkers of all time, or like just the guy who will call his shot and has delivered time yeah. after time for yep. like 40 years now. It's going to be a fun season, man. It's August, but it really feels like all these sports are right around the corner. It's a beautiful thing, especially when football's in the air in the Mile High City. Thank you to the fellas for joining me. Thank you to international superstar producer Kale. And thank you to Breckenridge Brewery and their beer of the month, Mount Beach Sour, for presenting this here show. You guys have a lovely weekend. Tune in to Rockies. Tune into Broncos tonight and, uh, you know, check out the uh, preseason game. We will catch you next week. Bye.